I suggest we just cut off the beginning and uh, now start to think up uh, a way uh, we can uh, attack this uh, episode. I guess we can start with what is hacking. Yeah. We've got plenty of people here with opinions. Three of them in it, at least. Do you want to like run down the, the definition of the in- individual people uh, before we're going to start discussing it? Or shall we take some definition from somewhere and then shoot holes in it? Oh, we can... Uh, we can uh throw out our own personal definitions and work from there. In alphabetical order? Go for it, dude, man. <laughs> Thanks. Well, um, I like the broadest definition, but when you were talking, uh, you know, what is the definition, I, I think that we, we have to ask, you know, a lot of people because uh, the definition, in my opinion, depends upon uh, each individual's interpretation, you know. There might be some Wikipedia or some apparently official definition, but... Uh, uh, everybody interprets that differently, differently and uh, more complicatedly, and that's part of the fun and what creates the uh, discussion and uh, sometimes contention between us. So, for me, uh, hacking—I take it in its broadest sense—and uh, just uh, the analogy is a hacksaw, where that you can use for cutting things apart and looking into them. And uh, so, so I, I think of the word either a computer hacker, somebody who does that in the realm of computer. Um, technology and uh, software specifically, um, but when I talk about the word hacker generally, I'm thinking, you know, in the broader category of someone who's trust, trying to understand the world about him. Um, that's where I'm coming from. Yeah, I think I'm actually uh, in agreement. You were saying earlier it's not all computers, and that's kind of what I what I was getting on in the, uh, the emails there is that, that there's a heavy emphasis on computer hackers who are hackers, but I think other people also fit the category, uh, especially considering that on Hacker Public Radio there are a lot of really good shows that really don't have anything to do with computer programming. Yeah, I um, I, I kind of kept out of it. I saw a few comments, and then I saw Pokey's uh, um, response, and I can only remember vaguely, but it was like uh, trying to keep it all inclusive and not narrowing down the term to be just computer-related, you know, because... Um, there are probably a lot of people out there who think, well, you know, I'm not quite good enough or I, I can't call myself a hacker because I don't have the skills. But for me, it's about any any level you're at, you know, no matter if it's my, my seven-year-old son or my two-year-old daughter, you know, they're, they're digging a hole with a, a spoon in the garden or something. They're kind of hacking away. They've got a tool. They're trying to take something apart or look into something. And for me, it's hacking is, is about looking at the universe and um, trying to make sense of it. And we might make something useful, we might destroy something, but the, the useful thing that's left at the end of the day is we've learned something, you know, or we've had some experience. So there's really not much difference between a hacker and a scientist. I would actually say the, the scientists, um, they used to be hackers, but now they're just, uh, and maybe to create some contention here, but uh, you've there isn't really any or much independent science nowadays, you know, because it's uh, so expensive and 
usually the people who have the money they they want some return for it so um i would say the hacker is really the the original real science okay but philosophically pretty much the same then yeah i think so i think so you know I, I, all i meant to say was that uh, scientists generally they're they're limited by finances and uh, by by what they can actually look into you know because you got to get uh, funding for to look into something yeah actually i i know what you mean there and and there's a lot of uh functional fixedness that has crept into into science you get uh biologists and they'll go out and they'll buy kits for everything rather than making their own solutions or investigating too deeply but uh i think there's still some good science going on but yeah you're right it's it's getting to the point where it's a lot of what you hear about is is uh, uh very expensive and hard to get into yeah i mean i i'm maybe uh, a podcast about science and uh whether it's any good is is for a separate debate and i'd have plenty i'm sure to say on that but um i think your analogy that uh, a hacker is really kind of a discoverer and explorer a scientist if you like um, because that's like i guess the original meaning of the word scientist is to try and understand and explore i guess i'm not sure for for sure but uh, i like i like that uh, what about you nito um i'm afraid i pretty much have to uh, agree on the subject i was uh, in a discussion about this subject uh, by ex- by chance uh yesterday evening uh, i was at a birthday party of uh, the friend of my sister and there was this one guy and he had this android phone and it was like check this out i have this app and then i press some button and now i can download free apps well to that i replied like um yeah great but maybe how sure are you whether or not you're also now sending uh, all your uh contact information your contacts information to uh, the other people and he was like, I never really thought about that. And well, we continued about uh, how uh, how a phone works because, well, I I'm a I'm a programmer. I uh, I studied software engineering at the university, so I I kind of know how the device works. Uh, and oh, go ahead, sorry. And in the end, he was we when we uh, were going home. He was like, you know, I I'm I'm a I'm a construction worker myself, and I've I've learned that when I drive with my uh, my car the half truck what you call it uh, whatever when you have a high, harder load you need to drive more safely and there's i never really thought the same way uh, that about that about computers i always thought it was some magic box but now i understand there's really more going on than just some magic and i think the the core belief for being a hacker is trying to understand that kind of magic and in this very instance, it happened to be a computer, but it could also have been uh, something else, music. It could have been uh, uh, whatever. Yeah, I, I really like that, Nido. The, the one problem I, I guess I'm having with the, the analogy to science is that usually science, the fields of science are too narrow, you know, and specialized. And then it makes it difficult to draw observations across fields or the the different um, the different areas of scientists, you know, the biologists or physicists, or even within just one of those disciplines, they they hardly ever speak to each other or don't even aren't even aware. And, and I think that is kind of limiting. Um, generally, being a hacker, which is to comprehend the world and and to make it work well for us. Um, well, in the sense of the difference between the hacker and scientist in this, I kind of, I wish to disagree. Um, there's a lot of, uh, cross, uh, I, I, actually, I think really all that's 
being discovered lately is the cross-references between the different sciences working together and understanding their problem from the perspective of another discipline. I'm thinking that's a problem within science that there's nobody uh, really looking uh, into their own fields or actually advancing what's going on, but that most of what's going on right now is the discoveries through uh, multidisciplinary multidisciplinary sciences, so combining one science with another. Well, you know, um, I I probably will still disagree. Because, I mean, I understand in, in some senses it seems like they're kind of borrowing from each other and communicating to make kind of shared discoveries or whatever. But just, you know, if I look at the, the business, the sorry, the science of business or um, the science of uh, agriculture or, you know, the science of uh, schools and education, I'm, I think a lot of them, they don't understand, and maybe it's a subject for another, another podcast as well, if anyone has interest, but I don't think they, they really understand how it all interrelates with each other and uh, affects each other. You know, for, well, maybe I won't mention this, I'll, I'll, I'll let it be. Um, no, I'm actually gonna completely agree with you there. I think the fact that we now have more discoveries from combining science rather than actually forwarding something uh, has to do with the fact that we're well late with actually noting that the other sciences are related. And uh, uh, on the other point, I think we're now starting indeed a uh, uh, talk to scientists. And I thought we were going together for with uh, what's a hacker. So maybe uh, it's a good idea to uh, agree on this and then uh, continue with uh, the discussion about hackers. Yeah, I agree. That's why I decided not to say anything. Carry on, please. Yeah, I was just going to butt in and say, does, does being interdisciplinary make them more or less hackerish? I, I think interdisciplinary and to be able to see the bigger picture and be terribly in detail, it's a bit like, what's the, the Renaissance man, you know? You've got to have skill and expertise, at least to some extent, in, in every field, I feel. Otherwise... Um, you don't necessarily know how it relates or how it's connected. So I think the ultimate hacker is like the um, the Renaissance man. Is it Leo de, 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 de Vinci's Renaissance man who just is uh, skilled in many, 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 many things? Well, I'd agree that's a desirable trait, but is it necessary to be a hacker? I don't think it's actually necessary. I mean, uh, for that one dude who really only cares about this uh, one little thing and only extends his knowledge of other subjects uh, within the realm of understanding that one thing he really wants to understand, and be it uh, how a processor works or uh, how to make music in a certain way or whatever, I, I think that person also qualifies as a hacker. I, I agree with you. I, I, what I meant to say was that um, it depends to the degree with which you're able to hack in different disciplines or comprehend different um, areas as to your sort of general comprehension, your general skills and abilities. And, you know, it, there's, there's, it's never possible to exclude anybody from being a hacker, in my definition of the word, because hacking is just about a desire to learn and destructing or constructing things um, towards that end, toward that pursuit, you know. But um, I think the degree and the skill with which we can comprehend the, the things are only magnified by um, the number of different disciplines or different areas we have explored throughout our lives, you know. So, But that doesn't diminish any kind of, uh, like, limit, you know, narrower view of, of hacking in any one discipline. You know, that's still hacking. 
but it's just it seems obvious to me if you expand it into different areas then your you know the skills you can carry from one to another you know as an example if you if you know one practical things with with your hands i don't know typing on a keyboard or you know playing a musical instrument you've already got some skills with your fingers you know some coordination maybe some strength in your fingers so then to be able to pick up something else becomes easier you know um so I don't know if that helps to, to describe what I meant. So being a hacker isn't something you are, it's something you do. Is that is that accurate? I guess it depends on the person. If he says, you know, I am what I do, then then he is a he is a hacker and he does hacking, you know, but uh, um, do we define ourselves by what we do or uh, um, I don't know. I mean, there is that point where there is the question whether somebody is a hacker or not, uh, how much of that is actually in the hands of that person or rather another group of persons. I mean, uh, most uh, most internet fandoms have some sort of rule like you ca can be part of this if you think you are a part of this. And by that extent, you could say like, I am a hacker because I consider myself a hacker. This is quite. This is quite why I like Pokey's post because um, he was wanting us to use. I, I, my understanding was use the term in an inclusive way to encourage people who they might not be confident enough to call themselves by this um, sort of classy, apparently good term that you know I'm something good. I mean, we're all something good if if we want to be because we're trying to learn. We're trying to uh, make our way in the world and make sense of what's going on. You know, we all have different starting points. Um, it's like uh, the term doctor or, you know, lawyer or whatever we want to use. It's usually their ways of uh, dividing or they can be used as a, as a term to divide um, classes of people, you know, to create um, division or to, to raise one person above another. And I was understanding from Pokey's, you know, uh, um, email that um, it's really more constructive to, uh, to to not use it for, for, for sort of artificially elevating ourselves at the exclusion of, of pushing anyone else down. Looks like we've got a visitor. Welcome, RD61. Morning, guys. Can you hear me? A lot better than you. They could hear me when I started. I was just messing with Audacity to do a recording, and I want to see if it affected my uh, mumble settings any. Um, well, you uh, are coming through quite clearly. Actually, if you want uh, to record uh, something uh, today, we are uh, right smack bang in the middle of uh, making a Hacker Public Radio episode, trying to uh, create a good definition for the word hacker. Am I right? Hacker. That's a very broad term. Yes. So far, I think we've agreed on that part of it. Yep. <laughs> Do you want to give your personal view on the on the subject? Yeah, I could I could add a little bit to it, I think. Well, be my guest. How would you describe the word hacker? Well, first of all, I think you would have to clarify what you are hacking as far as now. I could say that I'm a hacker in the sense of the mechanical version of it because I I enjoy mechanic work. And uh, if I, let's say I have a, uh, a vehicle, so to say, that's not, that's not running right and... Um, uh, the, the, the configuration of the, of the way the electrical system is working is not working and I can't find the alternator that I need for the car and I buy one out of the scrapyard and I have to alter the setup. I would consider that hacking. 
I would agree with that. I just think people people tend to stereotype the word hacking way, way too much. You know what I mean? Definitely. I think that's part of the reason we're doing this today. Are any of you other guys offended by the, the confusion with cracking, you know, and that it's just generally uh, ignored when people over the, and just use hacking generically, you know? Well, from, from what I had uh, listened to in the past, um, people uh, people bundled crackers into the into the white hat side of hacking, you know what I mean? And hackers were kind of the the in the dark basement, you know, nobody ever sees them. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's been simplified into just one term, or I don't know if the media or people who talk about it they they always use the word hacker instead of distinguishing between the two, and uh, or even not being specific and saying you know computer hacker, and then the rest of us who maybe aren't big computer programmers or don't think of ourselves as hackers. Maybe uh, we stop thinking and using the term in its general sense. Yeah, well, that's what I think. I think it's it's the term has been uh, mediafied, so to say, to uh, to to have them if they want to scare people, they say hacker. You know, in uh, here in the United States, a big thing is now the government is is hiring all these. Well, basically, the hackers, but supposedly they're doing it for cybersecurity then it's okay. But if those same people were out in the wild or, you know, not associated with the government, well, then they're bad hackers. You know, they're not, they're not cybersecurity people. This just came up on some other podcasts that I was listening to. And I think it's, I think it's all, all the way the media portrays it. And people are just, you know, they believe anything they hear. Don't, you know, they don't do any research on it. Yeah, I definitely agree, and uh, I would even go further to say that um, I think the people who believe it without thinking aren't aren't hackers in a broader sense, or they don't have a strong urge, or they don't have much of a hacker in them, because I guess we all have different degrees of hacking in us, and, you know, we, we were sort of trying to agree, I think we all agreed that hacking generally is a, is a desire to understand the world by taking it apart, putting it together, looking inside it, something like that. And uh, if we haven't got that desire and interest because it's kind of been knocked out of us by the media or education, you know, by um, sort of brainwashing education a little bit, that maybe then we are just, uh, you know, um, we, we, we suck up anything, as you say, I think, uh, that is mentioned in the media. We can be suggested to and uh, and uh, hinted at what we should do and think. Well, is that necessarily true? I mean, um, do, do you really need to be a hacker in every part of your life in order to be a hacker? I mean, uh, I really care about computers. I care about software, and I put uh, most of my time in trying to perfect that in uh, any way, uh, whatever. But uh, politics, for example, I don't really care. I, I mean, I like Pirate Party because they actually care about subjects which endanger software, or at least from my perspective. But uh, other than that, I don't really care who's the, who's the president of the United States or um, who's ruling the Dutch government. Okay, I'll, I'll ask you. I think that we all we all want to understand how relationships work between, you know, if we're looking for a friend or getting married or whatever. 
and you know or if we're in a business and we want to do well in it so i would even say you know hacking is understanding how to get along with people how to be um kind of uh, engaged in society because we all kind of have an implicit interest in that so i would apply hacking as as far afield as that so i would disagree and say we all have varying degrees of interest in in hacking depending on how we want to succeed in something and uh, if we don't want to succeed with our own faults with our own applied hacking in any expertise whether it's you know um have family you know computer hacking how the car works which mechanic to take it to you know because i haven't got time these are, these are all sort of elements of um of comprehending how the world works and how we can make it work better for ourselves so uh, i think we all have an innate interest in hacking but just to varying degrees and those people who who don't have an interest they can they can be suggested and uh, you know not engaged in their actual life yeah okay but i mean it's it, i think it's fair for people uh, even for hackers uh, who don't know about the term uh, to not really care about uh, how uh, cybersecurity works I mean, you can be a great painter, you can be a great musician, uh, or put your put your hacking in any other field, in uh, electronics or whatever, and be a great hacker, but still uh, think that a hacker is uh, somebody hired by cybersecurity or evil. Yeah, but I think that's what the media has done, Bridge. You know, because um, like uh, the the other guy who joined us just now, sir, I can't see your name. That he was saying, you know, the media has, and I agree with him, the media has kind of used it to demonize certain, and maybe they're deliberately demonizing those people to, to put people off, you know, learning how computers work. So they're, they're deliberately not in a position of any kind of power, or like, like your friend Nido, who downloads an app on his, uh, his Android phone, and, well, he's happy, he gets it for free, but he doesn't realize the consequences, you know, and maybe he, he thinks, well, I shouldn't do any hacking because these hackers are all bad people, you know? Yes, uh, I I would agree with that. But um, what I was trying to say is that aren't we more or less trying to create this episode uh, for the kind of people who have that idea of what a hacker is? Definitely, I think. Well, the, the, the only reason I've gone in, off in this tangent because, is because of Pokey's post, which I liked, which was basically, um, you know, I understood... Uh, the term hacker in the broadest sense and not just exclusive to uh, computer hacker. You know, I know there are a lot of people who are interested in computers and, and that term of hacking, but there seems to me a lot of the episodes are very wide and rarid. And um, I was understanding from Pokey's post and other, other episodes I've heard that it's not necessarily limited to just computers, you know. I, for one, am interested in computers very deeply, but many, many other subjects, you know. And that leads back to what I was saying. Uh, you know, think about it this way, that without hackers, we wouldn't have uh, inventions because those people didn't think inside the box. They thought outside the box and they hacked. Maybe they hacked a device or they hacked, uh, you know, something else and created a new, a whole new, you know, piece of, piece of uh, software or, or a piece of machinery or anything. The plow. We wouldn't have had the plow, you know. Where would we be without the plow? Or fire? Starving and cold. <laughs> exactly. And that's, that's where I think that, uh, I think that people should be educated more on what, what actually, you know, hacking means, uh, and not, like you said, demonized to the sense of 
Because as soon as you hear the word hacker, you think computers. And that, to me, is the most unfair uh, definition of the word. I definitely agree. I mean, it's it's like I know there might be some interested in well, a lot of interested in computers, but um, there are a lot of other benefits to get from hackers. I mean, I even take it as far as using the the psychological point of view. You know, understanding, um, you know, methods we can use in our you know approaches, te- technologies we can use of our minds, or how we speak, or you know, um, not just something you can buy. But other kinds of technology, you know, a principle, you know, an organizational concept, how we can streamline our lives and be more effective in in more than just a tool that, that we might make or buy or, or what have you. You know, there's technology and uh, the understanding of, t- of technology, which I think hacking really is, is uh, much broader than where we're led to believe just by, you know, um, what we can buy in the latest shops. And I, I think we're taking advantage of a lot of the time so the technology which is kind of talked about in the media usually leads to some kind of purchase, you know, and uh, probably for a reason. I remember Steve Jobs' biography being listed as a science book, which just drove me nuts, on the subject of, you know, technology meaning buy something as opposed to understanding something. Exactly. Exactly. That takes us back to, you know, what is a scientist? And the real scientist is the, you know, the small child who knows nothing but he's looking around him making sense of the world and maybe without kind of instruction from a school he's actually coming to his own interpretation it might be different to to what uh, i mean looking back at all of the great u.s presidents you know they were all homeschooled or that they weren't in the mainstream education system and yet made much better um, truer scientists or politicians or businessmen than um, most of us who go through the, the education system, you know, so there's something to consider. Yeah, back on the subject of Mr. Jobs, uh, the year that he died was the same year that Dennis Ritchie died, and what really broke me up was that Dennis Ritchie was never to be heard of again in any uh, any any list of scientists who died that year. And Steve Jobs, who I more or less consider a marketing guy rather than a technology guy, was the greatest technician ever. It's magic. See, and there's there, if you go on that tangent, look at the book that Waz wrote and look how he was classified as a hacker, and yet Steve Jobs is classified as an innovator. But I would go back and say, you know, that the mainstream people who don't have much of a hacker in them, and I don't just mean in the, the narrower computer field, they will believe that, you know. But those of us who are interested in understanding um, at least, you know, computer hacking or computer science or, you know, um, kind of Linux and stuff like that, then we would we would understand this difference. And when we see the, the kind of bull, bullshit in the mainstream, we, we know what it is, you know, because we, we have this interest. But uh, there are a lot of sheeple to varying degrees which invest in, in sort of dissecting the media. Yeah, and I and I believe that's that's one of the big problems with the term today. Agreed. Agreed. I mean uh we're now four people in this room here and we've heard all of our definitions of what we think is a hacker and neither one of us excluded anything or rather sorry nobody of us said a hacker is a person who destroys websites or something in that sense um i think we can be safe to conclude that at least one of the four people here in uh, hacker public radio mumble 
would qualify as a hacker regardless of whatever this definition we come up with. So I think it's safe to say that hacking really goes beyond destroying websites and being evil or government workers. See, I would say anybody who doesn't follow a written, you know, like a instruction manual, manual uh, could be considered a hacker. As soon as you vary from the from the step by step instructions, you are hacking something. Basically, anyone who thinks a little bit for themselves. Yeah, that's that's my opinion. Yeah, the definition for hacking that I was using or that I've been using is uh, hacking is the art of finding novel or unexpected uses for a system, and that's as far as I go with it. Anything that fits that category sounds like hacking to me. That sounds quite broad. I mean, you could uh, interpret that in in really broad terms. Well, that's by by design, at least. Yeah, I, I meant that as I should have uh, clarified. I think that's good. You know. <laughs> And part of why I got thinking about this is, you know, Hacker Public Radio is for anything that is of interest to hackers. Well, what does that cover? Obviously, that covers a lot more than computer programming. So it just got me thinking about how would you describe what makes a good Hacker Public Radio topic? Definitely. And that is really why I like that. I don't mean to mean mention Pokey again, but I liked his the the, con- the the content of his mail kind of an all inclusive and uh, broadening of the not just computer hacker you know because for me hacker is a, a thinking person somebody who tries to think about any subject they're interested in and I for one I go through subjects quite quickly and follow my interests because uh, you know I don't have a mainstream job and I, I've been out of the system for a while and kind of started to, uh, I don't know if any of you heard of de-schooling, but kind of when you start to learn in a more free free way um, with no constraints from, uh, you know, a curriculum that's being imposed upon you. But once it starts to happen, and I think it does to most of us, you know, us as adults, then we start just to follow our passions, jumping from one thing to another and kind of piecing it all together. And I think that's the, the key element of, of hacking, really, and self-knowledge, you know, knowledge of, our, of the world around us and it's really fun to be involved in, you know. And you you can look at it in the sense that um, when when you're when you're hacking, you could be taking knowledge that you learned somewhere else and moving it into somewhere that it wasn't be. Exactly, kind of the, the that's what we were saying. I think before you joined us, the the cross disciplinary only gives whatever knowledge you've gained in one discipline greater strength for validity. I'm often interested when I, when I can find one thing that sort of holds in one discipline or one area of my life, and then I see, blimey, it's the same concept, but maybe a different language because a different science or discipline uses different words to describe the same kind of uh, the same concept then I know, well, it's probably more likely that that's valid. There's, you know, a, a stronger truth in that, you know, and uh, it's, it's great for confirming things. Yeah, exactly. And that's all that somebody who may have, uh, somebody who tried to get into a website, that's all they're doing is taking knowledge that they've learned on something else and applying it to, let, let's look at it this way, a zero-day uh, bug. You know, I mean, that's something that somebody found and applied it to a, website or a server and got a result whether whether it, it you know it's classified as good or bad it's just that's what it is kind of like you can be a runner if you're just out getting exercise or if you're fleeing from the police because you just robbed a bank you're a runner either way right and isn't that what they used to call isn't that what they used to call people running away from the police runners well they still do there you go
Yeah, language can be used in so many ways, you know, to uh, to affect our thoughts about a subject, and that's what we're discussing. That you know, hacker and cracker um, are used, and uh, the effect it has on us. You know, this is another type of hacking: is to understand language and the effect on us, so that we're not, you know, we're not subject to the negative. Use it to ours and society's benefits. And I just think that people need to be educated more on hacking or being a hacker or what the, you know, what the definition of a hacker really is. And that way they can open their mind up and, and not, not consider it a stereotype for a bad person. And, uh, you know, like getting back to the hacker public radio thing quick. I remember a couple of years ago listening to hacker public radio about somebody who was doing a show about fixing their well pump. Exactly. I like it in the broadest possible possible way, you know. Yeah, in general, I think it would be really helpful to, to see the word hacker and hacking uh, coming up in a lot more contexts more frequently. I think part of the problem is the only time people hear the word hacker is when somebody's talking about a crime that's happened somewhere. Uh, and I don't know that it, it, it's going to do much good to try to get everybody to say cracker instead of hacker, but if we get people to say hacker much more frequently in a good context, I think that'll actually... Uh, make a lot of difference. I would agree, but I also think that we should use the word hacker not only in a computer context, you know, we should um, say computer hacker to be specific that, you know, this is hacking related to computers. Maybe I will do more stuff on food hacking or uh, family raising hacking or something like that, you know, to understand that, you know, hacking, uh, I think we've generally agreed, is, is about learning and exploring the world. And uh, there aren't enough hackers, I think, because not that many people, um, possibly because of the education system and the the sort of uh, con the uh, the constrictive um, curriculum system, which has only got not many people really are learning and following their passions. You know, we're just uh, fulfilling something in order to get a qualification, to get a job, you know, to get things. And so we're, the hacker in, a, in all of us is kind of knocked out or, or not encouraged, you know, and uh, that's a little frustrating, I find, sometimes, because then those non-hackers can be easily uh, tricked sometimes or, or fooled, and, uh, and it can affect their lives. Oh, I was just going to say, I think most of humanity's problems can be explained by two facts. Number one, people are lazy, and number two, thinking is work. I was going to say, I often say to my wife, um, the two things are people are lazy and greedy. And I don't mean to say that in a negative way, because I suffer equally as well. Well, there's a difference between greed and wanting to better yourself, I believe. I, I don't mean it in a really horrible way. You know, I would love to have more. I've had some nice food. My wife just brought me in some nice bacon. And I think I'd be happy if I had some more. But uh, I have to know when to stop, you know. Well, exactly. Uh, you know, and that... That leads you to the point of control. See, and, and there's another part of the whole scenario that, you know, people who, people who purposely try to break something, I would think as, as like a cracker, you know what I mean? Like a safe cracker, really. I mean, they're trying to break in for, um, either the satisfaction that they could and, you know, no one can hide something from them, I guess. In the terms of, you know, there's some good, something good in the safe and I want to find out a secret or money or something. Or because they want to uh, get something for nothing, you know, steal something. Yeah, but there's a perfect scenario is if you, um, say you didn't have it, your, your grandmother had a safe and you didn't know the combination and she passed away 
and you wanted to get into that safe, you would call a locksmith. Well, now is he, uh, well, he's a safe cracker, but in a good sense. I mean, this is a moral question because it depends. Maybe the grandmother never wanted anyone to go in there, not even after her death. Otherwise, maybe she would have uh, secured, you know, someone else to, to know the access code or whatever it was, you know? Yeah, so where do you draw the line? Exactly. People seem to have a tendency nowadays to look at uh, other people as bad uh, instead of looking other people as good first. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. It's, uh, I don't know if it's, uh, if it's easier to sell, you know, some media, if it's generally, you know, all bad news and that's infected us, you know, that we, we all start to read bad stuff. So we start to see everywhere around us, you know, kind of like the secret that uh, whatever we focus our minds on tends to happen around us or, uh, or if we are really kind of bad people, I don't think we are. Well, I think they're trying to sell news as always being bad. You know, you very rarely see a good news report. Uh, I think that has to do with the fact that bad news makes more money than good news. Gets more attention, and you need people to look and want to buy the paper. Yeah, which I, I mean, this is a whole thing I have wrong in my mind with most of the media. You know, it's all based upon, you know, not getting the information across, but it's been turned into a business, so it's for someone's profit. And then as soon as that happens, um, you know, you've got to get eyes in order to to make that business work better and better and better you know yeah but uh, you see more depression in the world now than you ever have and i think if there was more good news published i think people would start to lean a little more towards being happy with what they had yeah i definitely agree this is true um, I mean, that's the, the good possibilities of the free media, you know, um, is very inexpensive and easy to broadcast nowadays. And thanks to great hacker public radio or doing your own podcast or whatever, that, uh, people really can talk about good stuff, you know. And, uh, I for one don't watch any, any TV or anything like that. Just listen to stuff I'm interested in, you know. And, uh, I guess more and more people are doing that, which is wonderful. Yeah, well, it's true. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I guess it's true. I mean, I can fill my entire evening for years with just watching uh, the video streams from conferences and listening to things like Hacker Public Radio and learning more about the things I care about. And I don't need to watch whatever is on mainstream television and get the ads uh, advertising with it. Yes, so that, it's a whole different view on whatever is happening rather than all the negative news and buy this product because it will make you happy. That's funny, <laughs> ima- that's funny you mentioned that because I have in the last year uh, been one of the persons that cut the cord. You know, I don't, I don't have cable TV anymore. I don't have satellite TV. I just have uh, internet. And I purchased one of those Roku's and, you know, I have Netflix. And I rent movies and... I, for one, find that I can watch as much content in less time because of the not having all the commercials. And, and if I sit down at a, a TV that has the commercials, all I'm, all I'm looking at is like, my God, every five minutes there's a commercial. This is pathetic. But without that, how would you know which beer you have to drink to be cool? <laughs> I go down to the store and ask the guy at the liquor store, what beer is good? Cheater. <laughs> Or I'd listen to an episode of Pod Brewers or something. 
Yeah, I think we're going a bit off the subject. Uh, however, uh, if we, if you don't mind, I'd like to go back a bit, uh, dude. Man, you were talking about maybe we should specify it more clearer as computer hackers and food hackers and stuff like that. Uh, or did uh, I mistake? No, I mean I'm not saying we have to. I'm just saying you know, um, basic. I mean, basically, however anything is defined, it's always going to be interpreted or misinterpreted by other people. You know. And uh, often, just where you know, if we want to have things clarified, we just have to you know comprehend or notice when someone is is misunderstanding what we say. You know, so it's a it's a very individual and, and personal thing. So I, I'm not prescribing, and I, I never think we should. You know, we we should change a term like that, and we should all speak like this. Part of the beauty of language is the very flexibility of the the definitions and the interpretations of the word, and that's partly why this this podcast probably could be very interesting and and probably never ending. You know, <laughs> I personally think that uh, like the media should be responsible for telling people why this person is a hacker and what kind of hacker and whether or not they're good or bad. I, I, I think that should be one of the, one of the uh, you know, qualifications of, of writing the story. I think they should just they should definitely give more information. But making those kind of value judgments, I'm sure, should be left to the individual person listening to the 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 the, the, the information. You know, because uh, you know I, I'm going to decide whether breaking into a bank to to steal you know uh, salary information from top top bankers is is criminal or is not criminal. You know, whether it's in the public interest or not. For example. Yeah, I just think that uh, too many people hear the word hacker and automatically think bad. I, I would guess it's it's those people who think that are generally they don't have much hacker in them. Uh, they're not really quite awake, or their eyes are just partially closed, and you know through stresses of life and a, a, a necessity to earn money, doing you know working too hard for too little. Which um, I'm understanding, the pressures are only getting worse at the moment, the the economy and what have you, and that that gives us less and less time to even think in our day to day life, let alone even you know think more and learn more and and see what's going on. So it's a it's a difficult position. Right, but it's going to take the hackers of the world to correct it too. Yeah, sure, but you you can only lead a horse to water. You can't make a horse drink. You know, um, it's a frustration I've had over a long time. You might there might be something really obvious, you know, and you could see, you know, your, your dog doing something stupid, or you know, your family or friend, you know. But you can only you can only say people have to come around to it themselves. And if we're talking about the the mass of people. If that's what we think, you know, if they if we think, oh, you should all understand computers better. Well, we we can only suggest to them and give them nice solutions. We can't force them. I I often try to force my wife to learn how to use Linux. Um, she's getting better, but uh, she doesn't really have the interest. She just wants to do something, you know. Right, but when it breaks, who does she call? She calls the hacker. And, and sometimes I deliberately make her suffer. You know, oh dear, her internet doesn't work for a few days. That's a shame, isn't it? You know, <laughs> so at least you appreciate a little bit more that I got it working. But uh, it doesn't always work. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. It's a difficult difficult call, I think, but uh, it's very interesting. Well, I think doing doing a, a talk like this here will hopefully make people think more about it. Yeah, that, that's why um, I, I wanted, and I, that's why, again, I, I've mentioned Pokey, you know, he's just a, I don't know who he is really, I've, I've spoken to him a few times, but I like the tone of his, his email, 
um, just making the whole thing very inclusive to to encourage more uh, broader selection of of hosts. You know, people don't need to have fear that they're they're not up to some elite level of hacker because I think the term hacker has developed in the media this eliteness, which I think is unnecessary because because I consider my two year old daughter a hacker, and sometimes far far superior than me because at her determination to work something out. You know. So uh, if if we want hacker public radio or or any kind of independent thinking and uh, educational system to prosper, that's we need to encourage and uh, empower as many people as possible. So I'm all for keeping it nice and broad. Yeah, I actually think getting in the habit of specifying a computer hacker, food hacker, you know, biology hacker, whatever, uh, would actually help with that because people start thinking, oh, you mean it's not just computers? You can be a hacker doing anything then you get, you get more people thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. this is a good point. Sorry, Nita. I'm not really sure. I mean, uh, you can just call somebody who uh, hacks a car a hacker and they will still hear the word hacker. So I don't really know whether or not I need to call him a car hacker. Do well, you understand what I mean? Oh, yeah, I, I, I think I understand what you're saying. I, I don't mean like compulsively like, like you would say, you know, GNU slash Linux every time you say Linux, anything like that. Just... In any context where it's not clear necessarily, if you're just talking about someone who is a hacker, it, it, I think it would help people who aren't hackers to understand if they if you mention, oh yes, he's he's a, an automobile hacker or he's a you know a beer hacker or whatever, it, it helps. Uh, uh, it, it's something different that that, that uh, should sit up in their mind and, and make them notice. Oh, you mean it's not just computer programmers who steal credit card numbers? If you're already talking about someone working on a car and you call them a hacker, obviously that's uh, that's a little easier. You don't have to specify that it's a car hacker. No, no yeah, I, I I think I I understand what you mean. I guess in a sense, you know, computer hackers, if if, if they're predominant on on hacker public radio, and I'm not sure that's true. I think it's quite a broad appreciation of computers and other stuff but kind of the people who possess or, or identify most with the term hacker we we kind of need to give it up a little bit by by using it in broader context when we speak and uh, getting out there like like you like we've spoken about you know using hacker in front of more more words and i think that would take the publicity away from the people that are trying to do malicious hacking and you know when you take when you take the focus off somebody, they're not as apt to do things because they're not going to get attention. It's just like a little kid. A little kid will will do bad things just to get attention. And if you're not paying attention to them, eventually they'll stop doing it. Yeah, well, like um, sometimes, you know, we never want to all be, paint, you know, tarred with the same brush or, you know, have the same descriptive term, which which we don't like. So, you know, we, we don't want the word hacker to be redefined into a negative way and then applied to, to everything we do, you know, because uh, it's just a way of, of uh, discriminating against a person who, who wants to think for himself and understand the world. And I think right now in the world, we need the opposite. We need people to... To think, you know, I've been told this, but is that really true? Is that really to the benefit of my family, you know, myself? Am I going to be richer and happier and healthier, you know, listen to these things I'm just told, or am I better off to, to think it through a little bit myself? Well, I guess you nailed it. Everyone went quiet. I can't be, can't be. <laughs> well, I don't know how many more ways you could say it. I, I, that pretty well sums it up. Um, I don't know where you guys were going with the whole situation, but we were. So I'm going to say I have to listen back because I'm not sure what I said myself now. But go ahead, Nita. 
we weren't really sure either. We're just hacking along and hoping we create a nice episode. Well, certainly when you can get when you can get opinions from many different people, uh, I guess you could call it a poll. I mean, that's what polls are all about, right? They take a survey and uh, it could help change things. I'm sorry. I'd... Go ahead. Um, no, you go ahead because I don't, didn't really understand. Okay, I was going to say that it's it's a can be problematic when you take a poll, though. I I know what you mean, but if you take a poll, often the the question or the the answer you're expecting can be kind of led, or it can be kind of limiting, you know. And then the way you collate it, I think this whole kind of discussion and basically people talking more about stuff, you know, should be encouraged. And uh, like a, if a lot of us switch off the mainstream media, we we start to enjoy learning and and chatting with other people, then we're sure to find the solutions eventually you know and uh, have a bit of fun along the way which is pretty cool yeah conversation is lacking in this whole world anymore i think it's going to come back you know it's, it's got to it's uh, going to be fashionable again well i certainly hope so it's free after all you know they can't charge us for that not so loud they'll hear you <laughs> i think we're pretty much uh have, we pretty much have an idea of what a hacker is uh, right now, or at least we have about an hour of discussion about what it should be, could be, or would be. Um, maybe we should think a bit, try try a bit to uh, define what is hacking and maybe what is a hack to talk about to so you can put it in practice. You know what I mean? Well, I threw my definition out earlier. I don't know if anybody uh, agrees or objects or thinks something needs to be added or taken away from it. Uh, uh, could you repeat uh, the definition? Maybe we could try to come up with uh, an example which fits your definition, but we think should not be considered a hacker. I think that's a nice exercise. Okay, yeah. The, the definition I was using is that hacking is the art of finding novel or unexpected uses for a system. I really like that. I would only add, I think to be a hacker is to be alive, and to hack is to live. And the art of hacking is the art of, of trying to live better and better every single day. Yeah, I absolutely would go to that. I would say that the art of hacking is to better your life. Not to the detriment of anybody else, you know, um, which is great. Well, from a purely purely semantic point of view, I don't know if I'd necessarily limit to that. I think you can do criminal hacking or malicious hacking. Uh, th I think the point is more that, that it's hacking is not necessarily or even normally criminal. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Maybe I shouldn't have added that. I was just being kind of uh, the, 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 the veil of a dreamy new uh, coming down over my eyes, you know, and I hear the, the soft music playing in the background. <laughs> I'm I'm not really sure if I can agree with your uh, definition of hacking is living. I mean, I agree it's the most inclusive one we can consider, but I'm not really sure if somebody who uh, gets born, goes to school, uh, follows every single step exactly as expected, does exactly a six points average and gets a job and does his work and nothing else goes home, watches TV, buys the product, the advertisements tells them, and then dies. I don't think that person ever has done any hacking, despite him having lived maybe eight years. I think we'd have to get into what is the meaning of, of life, you know. And uh, Of course, you know, if we just breathe and, and walk, is, is that living? Or do we need to breathe and, and live 
life fully as a human, you know. I don't mean to get too philosophical or, or what have you, but but I I would I would suggest that uh, we need to live fully as a human and not necessarily as a robot, you know, to really experience life. You know, um, is is a is a robot? I, I know a robot isn't alive, is not sentient or whatever, but um, is a robot who just is following a program? Is that really living? You know, and if if us humans are just following a program or instructions or something we've learned. Are we really living? Well, I would agree that uh, living a full life would be a better life, but I wouldn't dismiss a bad life as not being alive. It would be a bad life, but you would still be living. Do you know what I mean? I wasn't really meaning good or bad, because you can live and think and be aware of everything and make your own decisions. It might be bad, you know, but you are doing it consciously, whereas not to do it consciously is is what I'm saying isn't really um, alive because you're kind of you're you're programmed you're following somebody else's idea of what you should do you know and and that's the the distinction I was just making or, or trying to in a clumsy way. So basically, hacking is something that's fundamentally intentional. It's something you 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 do on purpose. I think so, and it, and it requires some thought, and uh, you need you know feedback loops like a good scientist. You need to, you know, study cause and effect and maybe do the same thing a few times to see what would happen and then experiment a little bit, you know, like any good child or or adult who's um, not just following instructions, basically, I think. You just reminded me of an XKCD comic about a normal person versus a scientist. (laughs) I'm pleased. I know exactly which one you're talking about and I love it. I've linked it in the chat and I definitely think we need to uh, put it in the show notes. Because in this particular instance, it could just as well have said hacker instead of scientist. I would actually argue that you can't really be a a really good scientist without having some hacker nature in you. Yep, I would agree with that. And I don't want to bag on on scientists, but I I think... um, the uh, the financial limitations and, and the funding requirements do knock the the hacker out of us, just like uh, our dependency on kind of a, a job we don't enjoy and uh, ever expensive, you know, ever more higher costs in living kind of knocks the the hacker out of the normal person as well. Because the think basically. Well, that goes back to the fact that if you're thinking, then you're thinking about changing something to make it for the better or for the worse. So you're still hacking. Yeah, that's right. I wonder how much it. I mean, uh, having a good job in which you can actually do your hacking, I think that's a great thing to have. But I mean, even if you're just uh, uh, some uh, clerk at a hotel or if you're just somebody who is flipping burgers or cleaning houses, I mean, at the same time, you can still be thinking and theorizing and hacking IDs pretty much. But to to a degree, but I mean, um, you you get a job or you, you work jobs like a lot of people or or more um, mundane, you know, repetitive, robotic like, and you're exhausted when you get home. Perhaps you you can't afford or you you haven't got good food and you're stressed and you know a lot of relationships break up over arguing about money and you've got all those kinds of uh, uh, stresses. Um, it doesn't really leave you in much of a frame of mind to to think constructively or work shit out. You know. I'm not wanting to be negative, just realistic. So I, I think it does play a part, you know. Did so basically, did, did, did anybody actually look up the definition of a hacker in a dictionary? Would the jargon file count as a dictionary? I don't know. 
Actually, my, I'm just watching on a big screen in my room, and my, my son's commenting, there's some grizzly bears, and the little cubs are, are perfect hackers and scientists. They're crawling up these, these branches, very narrow branch, and the bear is very big until he gets to the top and it snaps and he falls off, you know. So it turns out hacking isn't even limited to humans. Exactly. And now here is Marion Webster's definition of hacker is one that hacks a person who is inexperienced or unskilled at a particular activity, a tennis hacker, an expert at programming and solving problems with a computer, a person who is illegally gains access to and sometimes tampers with information in a computer system. See, so that they're they're saying hacker specifically to a computer in two of the definitions. But uh, how, how how recent uh, are those? You know, um, it's pretty new phenomenon. I wonder if if uh, you know it's it's not somehow uh, been subverted. You know, by 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 something. I don't mean to be all conspiracy theory. I don't think there's anything like that. But I mean. Um, Sometimes in the in a particular industry, we we develop use of a particular language in a way, and kind of we all support that. And uh, maybe maybe we shouldn't necessarily. Um, I'm pretty surprised about this definition actually, because um, well, arguably we have all decided that a hacker is a hacker according to definition number one in this dictionary, namely one that hacks. However, um, definition number two strikes me as particularly weird because, as you said, a person who is inexperienced or unskilled at a particular activity, I would almost argue it's the exact opposite. I would disagree, Nidio. I really would because, you know, you're, you're an expert already if, if you know. And to, to, if we're agreeing that hacking is to learn something, to explore, and you don't know what's going on, I mean, um, even a computer hacker or a computer programmer, he might be already skilled, but the particular thing he's looking into now or, or kind of uh, t- catches his attention, he, he every day, if he's going to learn something new, he, he has to be unskilled in some task. That doesn't, you know, d- um, diminish the fact that he is skilled in other broader areas, but, you know, he has to, do, you know, run the man command to find what does that mean? He's got to, you know, God, how do I fix that problem? He's got to search on the internet, you know? And if, if that wasn't there, I think his his life would be very boring as a hacker, you know, in the computer sense. So I disagree with you. Actually, I think that particular definition is an older one that's not really related. Because I've heard people describe like a, a really bad, lazy journalist as a hack. And it, it, I think that the derivation of that particular def- definition is different from the, uh, the uh, computer hacker definition. Um, I'm sorry, uh, I think that, well, he is a hack, and a hack is not a hacker per se. Or I think that are two different words with two different definitions. But I'm thinking what Dudman just say. I think it it really has a bit of a, a Zen-like quality to it. I really begin to appreciate the meaning. Just explained it. I will have to listen again to my words and uh, understand it better myself as well. Then. Well, I agree, well, I agree you with s- what you're saying. I'm just saying that I don't think that's what the dictionary is meaning when they say that. No, no but no. Um, I think if. We, I think we also need to look at, at our past. I mean, we are here, uh, we define ourselves hackers in the sense that we're now on Hacker Public Radio. Um, but that comes from the binary revolution. That comes from something else, something else, something else. I think at the beginning of what ulti- ultimately became what we think of as hackers, 
I think that very, that that person could very well have taken that definition, that second definition of the Merriam-Webster dictionary, and applied what uh, Dudman just said. I have to I have to say that here here is the most interesting part about this whole thing. They have examples of hacker, and the first example is my friends and I have been playing golf for years, but we're still we're still just a bunch of hackers. And then underneath that it says the company's security experts spent days trying to figure out how a hacker could have gotten past the firewall. And then it tells you the first known use of hacker is from the 14th century. But all of those things have in common, you know, whether the person has gained the skill yet or not, you know, whether he's good at learning, all of them contain the fact that somebody is learning and struggling to achieve something, can't they? You know, to different degrees, those golfers, maybe they're just, you know, having a good chat and they don't really try hard, you know, and and they're serious do it you know but uh, what, what what kind of dedication you apply to it you know will determine your your overall the speed at which you progress from from somebody who's an expert in that field and then you're no longer a hacker of that you know you, you but you will then deepen your exploration into that science and you, you probably will still be called a hacker because you're still you know anybody who's stopped learning is basically ready for for death you know they're they're no longer green they're actually rotten you know like like an apple and ideally, we all want to stay green and fresh and learning all of our life. But that, that means we've got to finish learning one aspect, but we'll move on to the next. You know, it's, an, it's a never-ending exploration of interest. And this theme also comes back within the, uh, within, or I've seen it before in the, some pseudo-Zen-like thing of uh, something which is called the Agent Software uh, Masters. And there's this Zen-like poem which says, you will never become a great programmer until you acknowledge that you will always be a terrible programmer. I think that pretty much describes what the second definition, how we, how you describe that. Isn't that the same as, you know, the more you know, the more you know you don't know um, anything, you know, because you realize there's so much to know and uh, you're learning more and more and, and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, it's pretty much the same idea. See, and they also classify as a synonym a cracker or a cyberpunk, and that—that's their—that's um, right in their their words here. I think part of the problem is that the, the, the excuse me that the dictionary is part of the mainstream media in in the context of what we're talking about here. It just published by the mainstream media, and you know the mainstream media has a tremendous amount of power for implanting and uh, and solidif- you know solidifying meanings to to words we all own, but uh, being kind of subverted um, to somebody else's benefit sometimes. Yeah, that's exactly my feeling too. I think that it has been um, it has been pushed on people in such a bad way that people don't really understand what the true meaning is. People, people often, you know, they don't even think, you know, and uh, I'm not saying they don't think at all, but, you know, and that's why I would go back to, to kind of uh, just exaggerate the point that, you know, um, we need kind of a space in life to even, you know, have that calmness in our head to see things more clearly or to kind of start thinking for ourselves. Um, if, if any of you just want to see this in action being proved out many times just look for you know kind of home education of children or um unschooling or de-schooling just in children you know it takes a while to stop kind of interfering with what people or children specifically learn for them for all of us to to regain the interest 
to actually ask questions and then find the answers, you know? Yeah, and the, and the generation that we have today and what's... Uh, it was funny because I was talking to somebody last night about this. Um, I can remember when I was in school, and if you had a report to do, you had to go to the library. You had to find the material. You had to uh, either get the the librarian to copy that page for you at two cents a piece, and then you in turn had to take your notebook and write down, you know, excerpts from the book that you couldn't take out of the library, where nowadays, you know, th this kind of information is fingertips. How often it's been kind of regurgitated so many times that there's even... And like if you're doing the kind of book reviews or anything like that, there's synopsises of, of all the, the books in the, in curriculums throughout the world, you know, already, already written and, uh, you can get excerpts from it and, uh, kind of simplified, you know. Yeah. And the nice part about internet is there is not only people who, who are listing the mainstream, but there's also people that are listing, uh, other, other sides of stories like, um, what's that site, uh, Fact check is a, is a perfect one. I don't know what it's like in the US, but definitely when I grew up, you know, I think if I had some of the opinions I have now, um, it wouldn't be considered a pass grade and, um, and, you know, I'd have to actually have the same opinions or come to the same conclusions, um, that my, my teachers or lecturers would assume, you know, maybe it's not quite like that in the US, but maybe there's slight tendencies. Well, that goes back to curriculum. I mean, if you're not, if you don't follow the curriculum that's being taught to you, you're considered an outcast. Exactly. You know, there shouldn't be, I mean, the curriculum of a school should be as simple as, you know, follow your interests and passion, learn and, and equip yourself for life, you know, and that is varied and different to, to for every person involved. And it, it doesn't need to be, you know, written by a politician with, uh, with their business uh, and, uh, you know, kind of state goals in mind. I want to uh, interject right now with uh, the notion that I think we would consider uh, teachers who actually just grade upon uh, how much whatever is being brought up uh, confirms with whatever is in the answering book or uh, in her uh, in her own. I think we all would agree that that would be a bad teacher, while that in the way we are now describing the ed education, it would be a great teacher. Or am I uh, wrong? Again, it is subjective because, you know, I'm like, what is good and bad? Because to have a bad experience of a, of a teacher or being treated like this, it might drive some people to, to the realization that uh, it doesn't matter if there's somebody else grading you, but rather what, what do you think of your own? What, what do you think of yourself? You know, so uh, I, I know you're partly right. We, we can make this good and bad judgment, but again, that's uh, complicated. But maybe I'm, I'm kind of uh, distracting this all a bit, so I apologize there. <laughs> okay. I, I, Go ahead. I think the whole notion of whether there, it's a good or a bad teacher is I always thought that if a teacher, no matter what they taught you, could keep an, your interest in a class, whether it was something that was from 500 years ago or something that was from yesterday. If they could keep it interesting, they were a good teacher. Yeah, I, I like that. And uh, it's, I mean, the whole thing about learning is to follow your passion and um, to be interested. And, uh, you know, we do homeschooling with our kids and 
we don't do much of it, you know, but I know firsthand with myself and my children, if, if they are passionate about something, you, you don't have to do anything. You don't have got to persuade them to, to learn that they, they follow their own goals and dreams and aspirations. And it's, it's phenomenal how quickly they learn, but, uh, well, no effort on my part. And, uh, to be honest, they don't even feel like they're working hard either. So, uh, um, I think the role of a teacher is really just to facilitate and uh, inspire perhaps and, and to lead the way if there's some real distraction, but uh, just to encourage and facilitate, you know. Yeah, Nero, you want to say something? Well, I'm actually, I'm thinking we're try diverting from the matter at hand uh, again, since we're now more or less trying to define what is uh, a teacher. <laughs> yeah, I have to no. apologize for that, sorry. But I'm going to play devil's advocate for a moment because uh, we now have a definition in a dictionary uh, which has, uh, well, the definitions we discussed earlier. And who are we to say that we are hackers since we don't really uh, are the persons who are in that definition? Aren't you? I mean, this is a problem I have with the, de the dictionary definitions. I mean, they're good as a guideline, but who's to define what a teacher is? Surely... It's every single in individual who uses the word. We want to make sure that it, it, it defines and, and complies with what we want a teacher to be or what we want those roles in society to be, you know. And if, if we don't think that they uh, lead to, to people who can think for themselves, then uh, maybe we need to check, well, what was the, the real historic meaning of a teacher? And if you go back to, uh, you know, kind of, I don't know, the, I've forgotten the names, you know, Hippocrates or the Socrates or some of these people, you know, how were they being taught? I don't think there was a, a one man, you know, a whole, whole school of people who had been given a, a curriculum from, <laughs> from the state telling them how and what to teach children, but they were, you know, thinking and they were scientists, you know, of their day, surely. And yeah, I well, you you ask me, uh, how am I a hacker? Well, I'm a hacker according to the third definition in the sense that I'm a software engineer from uh, the university. So I have that right to call myself a hacker, still being a devil's advocate here. But I mean, then what's, what, what is the history, uh, which we subscribe to, which makes you call yourself a hacker? See, and that's where I would say that I am a person who falls right into category two which is a person who is inexperienced or unskilled at a particular activity. But it doesn't say that I'm a person who will try that. It just says that I'm ex inexperienced. And that's exactly how they got the fact that these people are hackers and, and relating them to being bad. Because, yes, they are inexperienced at what they're doing, and that's what makes them break things sometimes. I think that they've, they've, you know, the media's made a decision either because the media likes to report on negative stuff or, you know, somebody's got a policy to uh, demonize people who are kind of uh, finding out stuff or, or looking into stuff or have that kind of ability because, uh, you know, information is power and uh, the word is used in, in many times to, to demonize and uh, to push people down, you know. But but it's up to all of us individually. We can look at a at a dictionary definition, but it's up to all of us if we want to, to define it and use it and and to know what it means to us individually. You know, I I don't think we need to. Well, is it, I mean, if someone wants to limit themselves to the dictionary definition, then then all well and good. But he can't say that another man um, can't be free of the dictionary. You know. See, and I'll have to go to back. If you watch, and this is going to be a perfect example, if you watch the media, you're going to hear more 
of the term cyber warrior than you will hacker because the term they want people to hear and associate with somebody who is trying to prevent somebody that uh, attacking a computer. Yeah, well, a cyber warrior is clearly a different thing from a hacker. I mean, the person we described earlier who fixes his car, I mean, he's a hacker, we said, but I'm not seeing him as a cyber warrior. I mean, uh, unless he has some secret life where he actually does hack the internet, but uh, let's assume for this example that he doesn't. Exactly my point. And But you're also going to hear cyber warriors are there to prevent hackers. I think we're just seeing in the media, you know, because it's, it's a it's a game of power and uh, influence and uh, for, for different agendas, you know. Um, we're just seeing them twisting and turning and trying to redefine in their interest certain phrases. Uh, but we mustn't forget that it's up to us individually, uh, if we speak to each other or if we just watch the media, to 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 use and uh, and to to understand and use our own definitions, you know. And you know, I think this talk about the media and definitions in, in dictionaries is is limiting many aspects you know if we're real hackers because you know real hackers want to think about stuff themselves and um and uh, keep learning and i think it's the it's probably the job of us as you as you're saying to help educate other people in in what you know what the the basics of a hacker is and you know then the other person can decide where they fall in the term uh, you know, and the use of hackers. Yeah, basically, basically talking more. You know, like like if we uh, switch off that uh, what is it, hypnotistic boxing we have in the corner sometimes. You know, they now say them in flat screens, but uh, they can hypnotize us when we get more time and we switch those off. Then there's more chance to talk with fellow humans on there and have these discussions. Exactly, and that and that's the. I think that's one of the big ways that uh, people will again going back to education. Will, will be educated and be able to educate themselves more. Basically, I think the definition needs to be stretched through usage until the dictionary gets updated. <laughs> yeah, I like, I like that. Or, or maybe we can, you know, look uh, vaguely at a dictionary and uh, think for ourselves and uh, maybe uh, stop using dictionaries. You know, I, I don't know. The, you know, if we look at the history of books and who first used them and, you know, that uh, the the use of language, you know, the written in the written form, and and uh, the mainstream didn't have a use for for reading and writing, um, but we've gradually been educated so we can uh, you know participate in in their society according to their rules, and uh, I wonder to whose advantage. I don't. I hope I'm not sounding too vague or too uh, conspiratorial, but. Uh, you know what I mean is uh, none of I don't think any of us speaking consider ourselves to be you know like in upper upper echelons or middle echelons of society where historically we would have uh, you know had a classical education and learned to read and write and and all those around us but below us wouldn't have you know I think we're all uh, honest I would guess <laughs> you know not meaning that in a derogatory way but um, what our sometimes actually being able to read and write can be limiting you know. Okay, but wouldn't a hacker uh, be somebody who has actually done some hacking? I mean, don't you require some level of experience in the field of hacking in before you can call yourself a hacker? I mean, is that not something that should be part of the definition? 
Are you meaning just specifically computer hacking here, or uh, because if, if hacking is defined as uh, I thought hacking is the the activity of learning something, is uh, trying to understand something, then the whole point is you don't have to know anything. I mean, the prerequisite to to learning something is not knowing. Well, that implies that once you learn, you're not a hacker anymore. No, no, exactly. You are. You, you. If you continue to learn and you stay alive, then you're a hacker all your life. You know, the moment we stop learning and and are uninterested in life, I would, I would um, argue, is the the point where we gradually become, you know, um, uninterested, unactive, unengaged, kind of boring to be around almost. You know, because nothing anybody says has any interest. You know, we're we're happy just to follow somebody else's program for our life without question. So um, I would say that. I think that the definition is really going to be uh, decided in the in the situation you're speaking of. You know what I mean? If you're talking about technology and computers, then there's going to be this definition of a hacker. If you're talking about golf, then there's this definition of a hacker. Though so it, it's not, I don't believe that they could put one solid definition on it then. But that, that's part of the problem because, you know, um, if we just want to follow a, you know, defined in a dictionary definition or understanding of anything, then we are in a sense kind of, we, we stop hacking the term hacking. We stop comprehending and, and looking to see all the depths and angles that it might have, you know. We, we're in a, in a sense said, well, that's it. That's, that's what it will be like forever. But, um, if we want to continue learning anything, we've got to continue be open to, you know, adaption and change and uh, reassessing, you know, as children. I don't, I can't think of an example, but as children, say, you know, work maybe had one meaning, but as adults, the word work maybe has a different connotation as, as old people, it has another connotation entirely, you know, so the, how we understand the world changes as we progress through it. And uh, if it, if it stopped and, uh, and we never reconsidered anything, then we're kind of, uh, become static and, uh, and, uh, and non-moving. I think language indeed uh, evolves, and I don't think that even uh, requires uh, the people to uh, evolve with it. But I think art has a has a point that uh, words have different meanings within different contexts. And the word hacker, I mean, the dictionary has four definition. Uh, the jargon file, uh, which we need to put in the in the in the show notes, it uh, I believe it even has eight definitions. And um, I think the word hacker we are trying to describe now is the word hacker as in hacker public radio. So are, are we getting back around to the beginning of the circle and some of us are trying to limit just because our interest is maybe limited or prioritized towards computing. So we, we see hacker public radio as primarily Linux or technology, you know, modern technology related. But some of the rest of us see it broader, you know, as not just limited by technology or Linux and, uh, because, because I, I mean, at the end of the day, it's up to the individual what their interpretation is or, or the, the degree of breadth, you know? Actually, I think we're going in the other direction that, that, uh, or in the context of hacker public radio, a hacker, meaning the audience for hacker public radio is not just computer hackers. Uh, we do have a lot of interesting episodes that have nothing to do with computers. So I, I think that's part of what we're trying to get across here. Exactly. That, that was why I was emphasizing it because I agree with you. Yeah. So we're also completely free to make take our definitions as we have them and not worry about other hackers, uh, whether what they think about the definition. I think that's the way.
way to sum it up as far as it being a personal uh, preference on the way you interpret it. And, and no, no one else excludes another person from being right. We can all be right while talking about something completely different. You know, a, a father has a different opinion about the world than his, his son, but they're both right. They're just, you know, looking one's higher and taller than the other, you know, so they, they have or, you know, they, they have a different seat in the car, so they view the car differently depending on where they seat, but they're both right, you know. But we kind of, sorry, go ahead. I was. And and that's what I believe uh, Hacker Public Radio is is doing for the public is is reinforcing the fact that it's just not computers; it's it's life in general. I love that. That's really great because I I, um, I think it's been mentioned in the mailing list. You know, there, there I'm sure there is so many people with maybe sort of insignificant what they think might be insignificant skills or experiences but when you when you look in a broader context and and understand many little things it can be so interesting you know um and we can learn and and share experiences it's it's a great thing i quit my position as devil's advocate i can't really think of anything to disrupt this uh, what we're trying so that this 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 was going to be a match, wasn't it? You know, uh, a match of uh, of disagreement and everything, and uh, it just hasn't gone that way. It's a terrible shame. Well, maybe I'm just a terrible advocate. <laughs> Anybody else wants to give it a try? I guess the only question I have left is if somebody who has never heard of Hacker Public Radio hears about it, how do we get them to realize that they may be a hacker and not know it? Um, well, I think Ken Fallon has uh, quite uh, the 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 link for it you use the same uh, algorithms used for uh, creating the other page uh, to determine whether or not your episode would be interesting for hacker public radio um the link in question is hackerpublic.org slash m dash i dash a dash hacker dot html so if you look on there then you can see whether or not uh, you would uh, be a hacker is is it useful at all, or is it been done, you know, to to create categories for the um, for the podcasts, you know, like um, and in that sense, it'd be very clear, you know, gardening, you know, uh, nutrition, child raising, and make it so broad. And I don't mean to put off, you know, computer related people because I'm sure they're already, you know, well into they're already well identified with the term hacker. But I don't know if that would help at all. What do you think? Well, doesn't doesn't he have that in the uh, like the mini shows uh, where you do episodes? Isn't that more what that's about? Well, it kind of you can get that idea if you indeed if you look at the, the link in the in depth series. I mean, there's things like a little bit of Python with thirteen episodes, which is computer related. Um, but there's also like um, let's see um, how to make the perfect egg, urban camping. Exactly. Brings up another kind of, uh, I don't know if it's a pet peeve of mine or an interest, but, you know, what's the difference between geek and uh, and hacker? Because I personally don't consider myself to be a geek, but um, but, but a hacker, a life hacker, you know? But um, what do you guys think of that? Or maybe that's another <laughs> subject for a different... I tend to assume a geek is someone who is very knowledgeable in one specific area. So you can be a Star Trek geek, or you can be a... a Pokemon geek, or you can you can be a computer geek, but uh, it's not necessarily the same as hacker, which is more more of an applied sort of thing. It more Im- geek more implies kind of he has a knowledge about a subject area, but not necessarily 
and uh, not to not to um to criticize it but not necessarily thinking deeply about it but to know a lot about an area like like you suggest like uh, to be a geek of pokemon or or some cartoon or some film genre or something like that it's it's more to know a lot about it and to follow it and it, it doesn't necessarily imply kind of uh, study and working stuff out in our own mind you know i uh, I've looked up uh, the Merriam-Webster definition for geek. I mean, it worked for Hacker just a moment ago, but uh, it has one. A carnival performer often billed as a wild man who acts usually includes biting the heads of a live chicken or snake. Wow. Two. A person often of intellectual... Uh, sorry. A person often of an intellectual bent who is disliked. And three. An enthusiast. Enthusiast or expert, especially in a technolo technological field or activity, computer geek. I mean, when I was younger, the the I mean, probably even now, the the, the term geek is used in a derogatory sense, you know, and uh, I think it's become more I don't know about fashionable, but more uh, kind of mainstream and uh, and like I want to be a geek. I don't know if it's the media again, you know, trying to sell geekness to us, just to buy stuff, you know, and popularizing that term or, or how it's really working, but. It's definitely gone through a, an evolution from derogatory to something that's popular. And I think the media has decided that they can't portray it as a bad or or at, um, odd person anymore because now you hear of people wanting to be a geek and how, how do I become a geek? And my, my classification would be the fact that anybody who is, who is very... Uh, knowledgeable and and very intense at what they want to learn about a subject uh above the the mainstream knowledge of a subject i i don't sure i really agree you know because i i don't well maybe just i don't um, want to identify with being a geek because for me it still has negative connotations you know of a of a, a spotty kind of um unsociable person in a dark room, you know, who, who who forgets how to speak, you know. And I don't mean to make it sound terrible and be horrible to anyone, but, you know, uh, I don't want to identify personally with that old image I have, you know. Right, and that's where, that's where people uh, getting out in public and uh, professing themselves as geeks and, and the word in the mainstream much more makes people at ease with the fact that you know, okay, well, he's a geek. Well, Steve Jobs, there's a big geek. Bill Gates, there's a big geek. You wouldn't say, you wouldn't see people talking bad about him. But, but isn't there maybe the problem to begin with is that people have identified with a word which was never them in the beginning, you know, and then, you know, as they grow older and they get more confident and, you know, they probably earn a lot more money than the, the guy who's just a mechanic, you know, the uh, who who wasn't a geek when he was in college. Now they have, you know, buying power and they can go out like, like, like Bill Gates or these other people. They were serious geeks, disrespected, and they get some money and some power, a good job, but they can go out and... Uh, Still proclaim to be a geek, but you know, uh, kind of getting back at the the football jockeys, you know. Yeah, but I also think uh, a a geek is smarter than that too. Where they're they're the type of person that says, you know what, let all these let all these big mouth people go out and 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 fight with each other, and I'm going to sit back and I'm going to buy companies, and I'm just gonna I'm going to live an enjoyable life and not have to worry about uh, you know what people think. I don't think a geek necessarily needs to be a good person. I think you can be a geek 
and still uh, use your power and your money which you got through your job in order to torment those jockeys who tormented you years ago. I don't think that would be a good person, but uh, I still think it would be a geek. A mad scientist would be a geek. Yeah, but he's also a hacker. I think the problem is that it can make a lot of good shows. The problem is we're trying to use words, uh, you know, generic words, and which have like limited definitions and confusing ones to describe a human. And uh, the beauty of a human, if he's alive, is that he continues changing and adapting throughout his life, you know, and uh, sometimes actually applying a term and then, you know, fulfilling that term prevents us even from continuing to grow and expand, you know, so... Uh, and then, you know, it, it kind of forces the, the redefinition of the word, maybe in some cases, like the, the geek maybe has, has, uh, from the sixties or whenever it came into fashion, he has kind of, uh, the rich guy because he worked hard and he knew technology. So he, he's able to redefine the word. But, um, maybe the problem is we, we identify and allow ourselves to be pigeonholed. Yeah. And that's the, that's the sad part about it is, uh, but, but on a, on a good note, the more you talk about it, the the less it becomes a, a stereotype, so to say, and that's all it evolves from stereotypes of what what the mass media thinks of that person just because of the term or the or the the title that was given to them. Yeah, and you know, often these titles maybe they're given to us in schools or we fit a particular clique or group, you know, and it kind of limits us in in how we can learn, and then we kind of start to identify with it, and you know, it's um, if, if there wasn't that, the, I sound like a, a someone who is bullied, or you know, but if there's not name calling and uh, this kind of uh, unnecessariness in schools or in in society generally, people would be free to adapt and change and to to be more flexible, perhaps. If that makes sense to you guys, it's great. These long silences uh, can be edited out, so no one knows that no one replied. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, the question is only how much of the six hours we recorded already really actually turn out to be uh, on the episode. If I knew you were going to edit anything I said, I wouldn't even speak. Neato, you're terrible. Just out the silences. I know, I know. I mean, maybe I can... Uh, I've really got to go anyway soon, so uh, I've avoided doing some jobs I should do. But it's been really fun talking to you guys about it. I hope it's been interesting, and I haven't diverted things too much. Well, I think you had some great things to say. I'm uh, glad you uh, you were here, and uh, we'll see if we can... Uh, uh, good luck. It is purely accidental that I was here. I was just testing it out, so uh, I'm pleased to have had a chance to chat with you guys. It's, it's an interesting subject. Fun hacking the conversation. <laughs> yes, and I hacked my way into it too, didn't I? Great example. Yeah. Does that mean we're Hacker Public Radio geeks now? Ooh, nice. Are we knowledgeable about Hacker Public Radio? I think I, I can only call myself a hacker, not a geek then. I can say that I'm an enthusiast. How's that? I could embrace that label. I like that as well. Okay, guys, I'm going to have to go, so I'm sorry to, to cut out if you're going to continue, but um, nice uh, chatting with you. You too, dude, man. Take care. Have a nice evening. Bye, con queso. Take care. All. Okay, he's gone. We can talk bad about him now. Sure, you joined the channel. Uh, are you? Uh, do you want to participate in the discussion of what is a hacker, or are you just going to listen? Please just listen. Come on, man. Everybody's doing it. Yeah, I'm going to have to step away for a few minutes. I'll be back in a few minutes. Yeah, in a few minutes, you can just give us your definition of a hacker, and then we can 
make say bad things about it while you're uh, new to the game if you want. You think there are still some things we have to discuss about the subject? Yeah, I'm not really sure. I don't think anybody disagrees enough for us to uh, really get an argument going. Most of the discussion was just uh, little details of the language rather than any real disagreement over what it means. Which I suppose that's a good thing, because that means we got a sort of a cohesive group here. Yeah, it only, the only problem is that it makes it a bit hard to check whether or not we've touched every part of the subject matter. Maybe one thing we really need to touch on uh, regarding this subject is whether or not somebody uh, should be considered a hacker uh, on the, because of the definitions we gave, or whether somebody should consider himself a hacker before we should call him a hacker. Hmm. So you're basically wondering if you can be a hacker and not think you're a hacker? And I want to go even further. Um, can you be a hacker and disagree with the fact that you're a hacker? Or dis rather disagree with the concept of being a ha hacker? Of, or the concept that you are a hacker? Bleh. It's hard to describe exactly. I think I know what you're getting at, but hmm. Since the, the way I define it is, is a hacker is someone who is hacking. So if you're hacking, I would say that person is a hacker even if they disagree with being a hacker or don't want to be a hacker. Uh, if you're hacking, then you're a hacker. It, at least that's the way I would look at it. Yeah, but th that also gets a bit blurry in the definition of... I mean, we pretty much said a hacker is somebody who is hacking. By one, is, is a person only a hacker at the moment he is actually doing a hack? Or if he's done and he's chilling out with his friends, having a beer and just talking small stuff rather than discussing some great project of somebody, is he then still a hacker at that moment, regardless of whether or not he continues to work on his subject tomorrow? Oh, I see what you mean. Uh, to me, in, in the short term, it would be, um, but you don't get to stay a hacker if you don't regularly hack, if you know what I mean. So it is possible to be a former hacker because you've stopped hacking, which is kind of a sad thing to think, but uh, it's possible. At least that's the way I look at it. Then how much hacking do you have to do to call, or rather, how much hacking does somebody have to do for you to call him a hacker? That's a hard question. I'm not sure you can pin that down to a, to a specific time. Let's try to find something with examples. When was the moment that you started to, to decide you are a hacker, assuming, of course, you think so? I'm still trying to decide if I should call myself that or not, but... Uh... I think in terms of the way I think about it, it's more uh, whether or not one one has the hacker nature, which includes an active engagement with uh, active exploration, active uh, uh, you know playing with systems, trying to find novel ways to use systems. Um, the best I could say is if you do that regularly, then maybe you're a hacker. Now, what what counts as regularly, I'm not sure. Would this definition, would this include also the process of thinking of ways to uh, change, alter, or attack the system, or rather exclusively uh, the act of hacking the system itself? For me, I would include thought experiments as, as, uh, as a part of that. Um, purely reading about something I wouldn't count, but if you're, if you're actively uh, playing with a concept, even if you're only doing it in your head, uh, I would say that counts. 
So for your definition, you're just not sure if you think about it enough. <laughs> That's one way of putting it, I guess. I mean, I actually like to play with a lot of different kinds of systems. You know, I play with food, I do cooking, I play with computers all the time, different aspects of computers. I'm not an expert programmer or anything, I dabble a little, but uh, I, I just like playing with systems in general. Do you think you would need to reach a certain depth within your hacking before you can properly consider it as hacking? I would. I'm not sure if everyone would agree with that. But uh, at some level of competence, I think, uh, should be part of the definition. Uh, exactly where you draw that line, it's hard to say. And there's nothing that says that that has to be a, a, a formal sort of competence. You don't have to have a degree or anything. You can be entirely self-taught. And I think it's it, anyone that has the hacker nature is going to get there just because you know they're, they're working on the system and learning anyway. But yeah, I would say you'd have to you'd have to achieve a certain level of of a certain level of ability to actually really be a quote hacker unquote. Then I think a very important question of hacker public radio: Where do you think we should that 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 line should be? Yeah, that's the interesting part of the conversation that I was uh, that I'm that I'm interested in hearing. I'm not actually sure. And of course, since it's defined as anything of interest to hackers, uh, you, you don't necessarily have to be um, something that is of interest to someone who is a hacker. May also be of interest to people who want to be hackers or or are just developing the hacker nature. So, hmm. that's a tough question. I guess part of the question is: Are are we uh, thinking more in terms of people who would be recording for Hacker Public Radio or people who are just listening to Hacker Public Radio? Well, yes and no. I mean, we're talking about the definition of hacker and we're now pretty much trying to express it as uh, people who either listen or indeed record for Hacker Public Radio, but we can use that. I mean, what would you say uh, somebody would be a hacker uh, or somebody who is not a hacker uh, could have enough experience about the subject in order to uh, record a, an uh, episode for Hacker Public Radio, despite not being a hacker? I would say absolutely yes, because then what they would be uh, presenting would presumably be uh, a description of a system or a part of a system or some fact that a hacker could then take and do something with. I'm kind of pondering whether we should continue trying to define hacker or whether we uh, should talk more about uh, what we are looking for for hacker public radio. Yeah, we can move on to that area. I think we pretty much agree what a hacker is, more or less. We've at least spent uh, quite a lot of time about the subject uh, at hand. <laughs> that is true. I guess the hard part of the question is, is there anything that would not be appropriate for Hacker Public Radio as a topic. I mean, there must be something. Well, uh, if we're going to go for the extreme ends first, because it's low-hanging fruit, I think uh, a recording of 24 hours of absolute silence, complete zero, nothing, would not be an appropriate episode for Hacker Public Radio. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. <laughs> but it could be edited down to just an hour. Would it be okay then? Uh, that's a tough question because there is this one, there's, for example, there's this one piece of music, uh, written for piano, explicitly written for piano, which consists of a certain amount of time of nothing. And that's actually called music. 
And while I'm not really sure whether or not that would uh, should be considered music, I'm also not really sure whether something that could be called music would automatically be of interest to hackers. Yeah, I agree. Although, come to think of it, a short recording of silence might actually be of interest to hackers if you're a, an audio hacker and want an example of of uh, real silence, or if you want something to listen to that, oh, look, there's always some background hum and it's not really silent or something of the sort. Uh, 24 hours is probably overkill, though. Yes, there is use indeed for uh, recordings of background noise, but uh, the creation of an arbitrary length of complete si- silence is easy. Anyone who wants to do something with sound, on a computer at least, the one of the easiest things to make is a recording of silence. This is true. I'm just trying to come up with a, an excuse why you would actually fit that into Hacker Public Radio. <laughs> That's the only excuse I could come up with. Yeah, but the, the other example uh, is the piece of music of absolute silence of the the length and in the in the in extension of that, uh, would music be automatically count as um, something what would be of interest to hackers? Well, personally, I would say no, but I suspect there are probably a few people who would not, who who would agree that it is of interest. So I don't know. Artv sixty one just re- returned. Uh, welcome back. Uh, we've moved on from trying to define uh, what is a hacker to uh, what would be of interest to hackers. For a hacker public radio, if you're uh, recording a show, who started uh, with tri- trying to define what would not be uh, something which would be used, and uh, well, we started with silence, which we dismissed, and now we're pretty much trying to decide whether or not music would automatically count as something that of interest to hackers, so thing which you can use as a hacker public radio episode. What's your view on the subject? I think. That if anybody listened to the 24-hour New Year's Eve show, you could determine that just about anything people can talk about would be relevant for Hacker Public Radio. I I was on probably 17 of those 24 hours, and the the content in that time was so varied that it, it was just phenomenal. So arguably, the purpose of Hacker Public Radio is to provide a channel for communication to hackers. Or anybody who likes to listen to something different. Well, true, but uh, since since it's formally described as of interest to hackers, I was... Right, which goes back to the definition of a hacker. Okay, here. how about this one? Would anyone listening to Hacker Public Radio by any means necessary be considered a hacker? I would say no, although I would assume that anybody that actually bothers to listen at least has some amount of the hacker nature or wants to have some amount of the hacker nature that they want to develop. Um, but no, not necessarily a hacker when they listen. And I would agree with that. I would agree with the fact that anybody who is tuning in to listen to it wants to advance their knowledge in one way or another. And just like you stated before, that you could go in there and look at the list of... Uh, of uh, shows or the the list of um, uh, what was it uh, you know um, series list and could find I would say that anyone could find something of interest in there. 
So hypothetically, should we drop the hacker from Hacker Public Radio and just call it Internet Public Radio or General Public Radio or something of the sort? Well, look at uh, the the alternate uh, term of Hacker Public Radio was Hobby Public Radio, where people couldn't use the word hacker in their URL because it was blocked. Ah, good point. It points back to the same place, which, you know, again, refers back to the term of a hacker. You don't have to be a computer hacker, so to say, but you can be a hobbyist. Good way of putting it. It just happens to uh, be more geared toward people that are interested in the technology sector than than in others. And arguably, people in a technology uh, setting have a better understanding of how to operate Mumble and uh, would have more success in trying to get it set up success correctly. True. But there's also people who um, want to learn about Mumble, and that's where the show that that uh, somebody did on the couple of shows that somebody did on setting up Mumble is is beneficial. I think anything you can anything you can add on Hacker Public Radio that you have found out uh, works for you could possibly work for somebody else would be a, a, a show worth doing. And also, if I may plug a little, uh, once you managed to set up uh, uh, your mumble. Um, on Saturdays at, uh, I'm sorry, uh, on Saturdays at 5, uh, at 5 uh, p.m. universal time uh, coordinate, so English time, 6 o'clock Europe Amsterdam, if somebody happens to know time uh, in uh, somewhere in America, uh, I'd like to hear it. But we, uh, or I try to set up a Hacker Public Radio Saturday sessions where you and talk about the subject and have somebody there to ask you your questions or to discuss the subject at the end if you need somebody uh, in order to create your episode. On the front page of Hacker Public Radio, there's a time, uh, there's a, a countdown which says when the next recording will be. So if you wonder when exactly it will be, then you can check it uh, on the website hackerpublicradio.org. There's also a place for topics, too, isn't it? That uh, if you can't think of a topic that uh, you want to talk about, there's a list of topics in the uh, on the Hacker Public Radio website. On the homepage, there's a, a link which is, uh, says Contribute. And on that page, there's a list of requested topics. And that, gets, uh, that has uh, subjects like how did you get into podcasting or Linux or Geekdom or... I would add hackerdom in this case, because that's the subject we've been talking about uh, today. Uh, another one is uh, uh, what podcast you listen to, uh, what you can recommend, what's in the bag, the tools you always keep uh, close at hand, or uh, your favorite Android applications, or your favorite uh, desktop uh, applications, browser extensions, if you use them. There's somebody who wants an introduction into Wireshark, so if you happen to know how that program works, there's your subject, or on how to set up a blog. Uh, there's one on uh, choosing an artistic design for a website for business cards. That's actually a really good topic, because that's something I really don't understand, artistic design. Uh, music theory is one of the requested topics, or uh, how to set up a VPN, uh, an introduction to init and uh, into system.d, uh, episodes about uh, the Linux Professional Institute uh, 
certific certifications or on uh, networking, um, beginning audio series for HPR and OSMP release. I'm not really sure what that means, but it has a link, and if you want to know, then you can check that out. Uh, there's also something about hacking tushes requested, so if you take a normal computer and uh, happen to uh, put uh, OSX on it, then there's somebody who wants to uh, hear how you did it. Uh, there's a request for a subject uh, about uh, RUB, a Grand uh, Unified Bootloader, the version 2.0 that has a different setup uh, as opposed to GRUB1. There's somebody who wants something, uh, to, who wants to know about that and uh, about FM uh, transmitter hacks. This list, of course, is not uh, exclusive. So if you know something about the subject which is not on the list, uh, at least me personally, I'd like to uh, hear about it. If you feel like talking about it for uh, an hour and have it recorded and put on uh, Hacker Public Radio, um, come on uh, the Hacker Public Radio Saturday sessions and uh, we'll set you up. Very well put. Epicanus, how has the weather up by you been lately? Uh, it's been cold, but not cold enough. It's uh, warm enough to melt all the snow, but uh, not warm enough for it to be really comfortable yet. Not too bad, though. Did you get some of those last storms, or did they kind of skirt under you? Oh, no, we got we got dumped on, and now it's uh, about three-quarters melted again. So it didn't last very long. Do you think there's uh, still some subject we need to discuss uh, for this episode, or do you think we need to close off? I'm getting the feeling we kind of uh, stomped all over the ground that we wanted to stomp on. I don't know if there's uh, much more left. I can't really think of anything at the moment. Art V, can you think of anything? No, I think we've gone full circle with it. I guess then that it's time for the Hacker Public Radio uh, ending song then. And Thank you for having me on. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to Public Radio, and there's some voice who's going to say that later, so I'm going to shut up now. Bye. Bye. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All Binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons attribution, share alike, 3.0 license.